Hey folks, I'm Pastor Eric Tritton from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio, and this is A Weekly Word, and I'm glad you're with me today. We're spending a little bit of time talking about our mission statement here at Gloria Day, uh, which is gathering people to Christ, building believers in Christ, and serving the world as Christ. Uh, but I also want to use this as an opportunity to think about the larger mission of the church and the work that we do as the church and how we go about that work. So last week I, I talked about gathering people to Christ, and, and this week I want to spend a little bit of time talking about building believers in Christ. And one of the things that I've noticed in the way that people think about how the church works uh, is we, we tend to go in, in two different directions. On the one hand, we tend to think of the church as an organization, which it is. Uh, and on the other hand, we tend to think of it as an organism, which it is. Um, and those two different images, if they're not held in a proper tension, can take us in, in different directions. So uh, on the one hand, if we only look at the, the church as an uh, as an organization, we might think about gathering people to Christ, building believers in Christ, and serving the world as Christ, as things that are focused on our strategies and our programs and the things that we put together in order to accomplish our mission. Uh, but one of the things that we always need to remember is that the mission of the church and, and the mission of God is, well, it's God's mission and God is the one who's going about doing this work. And this is where I really like the image of an organism although I think we can take this in wrong direction too, um, where it's a living, growing, breathing uh, operation, I guess. Uh, we kind of live in this in-between place. Now, where we can go wrong with the organism thing is we can think, well, we'll just sit back and do nothing and, and uh, never really uh, accomplish anything. Um, I, I think that there is room for strategy and programs when we think about our life as a congregation and the work that we do together. But I, I also believe very firmly that that strategy and those paradigms and that organization has to flow from the life uh, of who we are as the body of Christ. So uh, this being an organism, this living being uh, as the body of Christ or the people of God, brothers and sisters in Christ, has to then move out and empower the things that, that we do. And so when I think about being an organic uh, body, uh, I think about passages like Galatians 5 verse 22, where it talks about the fruit of the Spirit, um, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. These things that... Um, Sometimes people talk about them as you have to bring these things about in your life. But when you look at the, the context of that passage, it's really talking about things that the Holy Spirit makes happen in us. And again, in, in Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 through 20, uh, Jesus talks about people and, and their fruit, the fruit of their lives, the things that grow from them or grow in them. 
Um, I've, I've got uh, some fruit trees in my yard and I never have to tell them to grow fruit. However, sometimes it's necessary for me to go out and prune them and trim them and, and take care of them in order that they would produce more healthy fruit. So there's there, these two type of things. There's this, um, this first article creation type of a reality that says that people do get motivated um, by strategies and, and, and they work together in, in paradigms. But there's also this reality that says that the Holy Spirit calls, gathers, and enlightens the whole Christian church on earth. That it's His work that creates faith in us and then sanctifies us, makes us holy. It makes, he makes us holy in the sense that He delivers Jesus' forgiveness to us. But He also makes us holy in the sense that He helps us to live a life that reflects our Savior and re reflects our, our Father's uh, love for us as well as his priorities for us. So I like to think in terms of a, a prayerful strategy. Uh, when I think of um, building believers in Christ, a prayerful strategy of exposing people to God's word and his sacraments so that they are exposed to those things and those places where God promises to be in order that he would do his work in their lives. Notice that it's prayerful. We're asking God to lead us in these strategies and in these paradigms. And it's also organic in the sense of uh, we're planting seeds. We're, we're exposing people to the things that, that bring about the life of faith in them because God has promised to work through these things. So I'm, I'm talking about things like His Word, baptism, and the Lord's Supper. These are essential to building us in Christ. And we see an example in the early church in Acts 2.42 in terms of how they prioritized the things that they did. Um, and it says that they devoted themselves. Catch that. They devoted themselves. This was, this was their strategy. They, they, they made a, a conscious decision that this is what they wanted to focus on. And what they devoted themselves to was the apostles' teaching, the fellowship, the breaking of bread, and the prayers. Now, when we say that they were devoted to the apostles' teaching, I think that that's something very good for us to emulate. Um, what did the apostles teach? They taught what Jesus taught them. And so they're teaching from the scriptures, they're teaching word uh, of, of law, uh, teaching the Ten Commandments, teaching how we should live ethically with one another in order that that would reveal our sin and help us to know our need for our Savior, as well as guide us in terms of how we're going to live our lives as, as the people of God. And when we think about the law and how it leads us and guides us, it's really a reflection of love and what is love supposed to look like. But of course, that's not the only thing that they taught. In fact, it's not even the most important thing that they taught. They also taught about God's love and forgiveness in Christ. Uh, they talked about the gospel. And it's really this gospel then where we experience the love of God. And we know from 1 John that we love because God first loved us. And so the gospel then 
creates this life and, and this vibrancy in the Christian so that then we begin to love God's law and desire to do the things that he wants us to do, especially those things like loving him and loving our neighbors and, and behaving appropriately according to that love that he's revealed to us. And that's what the apostles did, and this built them up. Uh, not only that, they built themselves, the, the Holy Spirit built them uh, through the fellowship, this connectedness in the body of Christ. Uh, that word fellowship in the original is koinonia, which some people might be familiar with that word. Uh, it, it literally means to really belong together. It's this very organic type of an idea uh, that we are the body of Christ. And Bonhoeffer, uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, talks about this in Life Together, that we are really knit together, we're really connected to each other in Jesus. And, and that this is the place that we really and truly have fellowship with one another, is when we are gathered in Jesus, in his word, in his gifts. And when it talks about the breaking of the bread, I, I think that this is very clearly talking about the Lord's Supper. Uh, and as God's people, we are built up by receiving Jesus' body and blood for the forgiveness of our sins. This is no mere, mere symbol. This is something that, that God uses in order to deliver forgiveness to us. And when he delivers us forgiveness, he delivers uh, the strengthening of our faith. He gives us life and he gives us salvation. You know, so we're, we're, we're building one another uh, or being built together uh, by the Spirit when we gather around the Word, when we gather as the body of Christ and as we recognize that reality amongst us. And, and then, you know, in this breaking of the bread, in this receiving of Jesus uh, through this holy meal that he has given to us. And then that leads us into an activity that's very important, and that's the prayers. Uh, it's talking about the prayers of the church, but this uh, goes out beyond that uh, into our life of prayer as, as individuals. Although even that flows from the, the, the life that we have in Christ uh, together, not just as individuals going out into the world. So we're, we're being built up when we build believers in Christ, what we're doing is we're, we're trusting the Holy Spirit to do his work, to keep his promises, that when we are engaged in hearing and, and, and reading the scriptures and, and receiving his gifts as the body of Christ in the Lord's Supper and in the, the sacrament of baptism, um, and when we come to him in prayer, he, he's going to, to build us in faith and and in obedience. Um, and so it's important for us to be in worship weekly, to gather every Lord's Day, every Sunday, and then uh, to have that fellowship that happens there. And it's not just that we gather as, as friends, but as we say in the communion liturgy, we're there with angels and archangels and all the company of heaven that we gather uh, around Jesus with all of the saints, even those who have gone before us in the faith. And I would be so bold as to say even those who have not yet uh, been born into the faith. You know, and we read God's word. We listen to God's word, even daily. 
Uh, it's an important thing for us in, in order to have this life, to be connected to Jesus in this way. And then we go about our, our, of our vocations, the, the work that God has given us to do. For me, that vocation is as a pastor. It can also uh, be as a father or as a husband. Um, maybe for you, you know, it's as an engineer or a lawyer or a doctor or a student. Uh, there are all kinds of different vocations that we have in, in our lives. And those are the places that we exercise our faith. And it's tempting to split our life into kind of this uh, bifurcated uh, sac sacred and secular. You know, on Sunday I'm doing my sacred stuff and the rest of the week I'm doing my secular stuff. Um, it, it's not really like that. You're always in Christ. You're always connected to the body. And so as, as we seek to live, we, we want to be connected to Jesus in all the things that we do in our lives. And so we, we can see this pattern. We can see this pattern in terms of how we build believers in Christ. And it begins with resting in Jesus and receiving his gifts and the Holy Spirit working in us and then being sent out into the world, into our vocations, doing the work that God has called us to do with the, the skills and the gifts and the blessings that he's given us to do and then returning to receive God's gifts again. And as we're doing that, we're sharing the hope that we have in Jesus and the Holy Spirit is working in us to gather people to Jesus, even as he is building us in the faith as we gather around his word and sacraments. I, I hope this was helpful to you as you think about building believers in Christ and we think about the work of the church. Um, if it was, please like this, share this, help somebody else to find it. Um, I was listening to a podcast recently and they said sharing is caring. Um, so if, uh, if this is helpful to you, please, please care enough to, to share. Um, and uh, I'll be back next week to talk about um, um, serving the world as Christ. God's blessings. Mm -hmm.